Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with a little segment episode on Top Tier Tactics. And we got Justin Herbert in the debate circle. Debate section, baby. Debate. I mean, Love we it. both have polar opposites on opinions while we were just kind of discussing mock drafts, kind of setting up for future episodes. And we just decided, you know, since we have polar opposites and we're, we were already arguing, we might as well just put it into a video and let everybody else decide who's the winner. Obviously, we'll find out in three to four years who's the winner, yeah. depending on how his career goes. But who wants to wait that long? Am I right? Yeah. So I am on the pros and why I like him a lot. And then we have Christopher over here. On the cons. On the cons. Yep. So, I mean, I might as well start it off with the pros. Get it started. And I, for one, I just really like his body size frame. And I'll exclude stuff like potential because you can't really gauge that. You just kind of have to hope he fits into the right system where you're able to maximize his potential. So for as of right now, we can go over like mechanics, we can go over his game film, we can go over everything he has accomplished so far. So that being said, we have stuff like his in-game mechanics. We can go over that. Mm -hmm. uh, for starters, he tucks the ball. Game film has shown he tucks the ball like close to his chest. I really like that. It's hard to strip, it's hard to sack, and it's easy to go into a throwing motion. I really like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, he has been known and he has seen to go through multiple progressions. Some might say he goes through progressions too fast, which eh, that definitely could be an issue if you if you tend to become a little bit of a check down Charlie. Derek Carr, I'm looking at you. Yeah, hey, yeah, you know, uh, but Alex it, Smith, I'm looking at you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's better to go through progressions fast than not to go through progressions at all. So, I mean, if you're going through progressions, it means you're at least scanning the field. I think I think that is a workable trait and a workable habit that you can go with. Uh, I mean, he, he's got a lot of experience under his belt. I think a lot of quarterbacks coming out, they, they don't have that much experience. They don't have much game field. They don't have much uh, analysis to be able to go through. I mean, Tua is extremely, has been extremely injured. And we don't even, as of right now, we don't know if he's healthy. Playtime, too. He play hasn't had a lot of playtime. There's not a lot of tape on Tua exactly. as much either. So, so I mean, with Herbert, you kind of already know what you're going to get yourself into. It just depends if you feel like your scheme can fit that. Uh, stuff I really like about him is that uh, he has an ability to read the field. Whether he does that effect efficiently and is able to make the correct throw, that, that might be a different question. But I mean, as long as, if, if your mind's able to analyze what's going on in front of you, then everything else kind of can be worked around because that, that's de definitely the hardest step for a quarterback is being able to analyze, go through it, and then execute. If execute is the hardest part, I feel like you have a workable quarterback. But I'll let you start off with the cons now. Okay. so. You know, Nader has a, a lot of good points, and, you know, I, I agree on some of those points. Um, one thing that I've noticed is him trying to go through his progressions, you can see there there's an effort there, but he is definitely kind of like a check down Charlie, kind of like what you're saying is Derek Carr and, you know, Alex Smith type 
quarterback. And even when he is doing those, accuracy concerns keep popping up for me. Um, mainly intermediate routes in general. And reading the field, I, I think he definitely needs to slow it down a little bit. I'll, I'll agree on that aspect. And hopefully coaching can help there. But I think he is going to, it's going to take a lot for him to get to where he needs to go. And the, the right fit in scheme is going to have to be there, obviously. And I think he's going to need one or two years to get up to par on where he should be. Because not being in a pro system is going to hurt him, in my opinion, and the accuracy concerns is, is my biggest red flag, in my opinion. Uh, you know, athleticism is there, at 6'6", 243, can run a little bit, has a good arm, but the accuracy has been inconsistent, especially in 2019, a little bit into 2018, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he's had, I mean, everybody's going to go back to those last four games mm -hmm. where he, yeah. he clearly did not perform up to his standard. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he had a great pro day. He had a good combine. And he had a good Rose Bowl, I believe it was. So, yeah, we definitely saw him struggle on the last four games. I don't think anybody is denying that. Uh, it was clear that he definitely struggled. Especially passing. Passing, passing guys, yeah. I mean, rushing, he had, like Wisconsin, he had a big game. But the passing aspect, uh, three of those games were under 200 yards passing. I mean, that's a concern for sure. Is that Sorry, a go concern? on. So, uh, yeah, I know. I like that. I like that. It, it's a concern because you want to eliminate r rushing yards as much as possible. If rushing yards is a stat that you're kind of, you know, hanging your crown on, there's an issue there. Uh, but we saw him in the combine. We saw him in the Rose Bowl. We saw him on his pro day. He kind of balled out. He was able to execute deep outs. He was driving the ball. Sometimes you'd like to see a little bit more touch on his passes. Mm -hmm. We saw on his, uh, in some of those games during his struggles, he was unable to get the ball over the linebacker, but underneath the safety. Yeah. So, I mean, if you lack a little bit of touch, NFL teams are definitely going to take advantage and of that. I love your comment about the senior bowl because he played way better than you've seen a lot recently. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was a big upgrade for him. But it does show, in my opinion, from the last four games to that, there is a, a, a decent inconsistency with his play, especially with his accuracy on his plays. But, yes, the, the senior bowl was a great show for yeah. him as well. But my, my my biggest like knock on other quarterbacks that I think gives Herbert a huge bump is the fact that he just didn't have a lot of talent around him. I think that if you were to put him on Alabama and Tua on Oregon, then you would see a similar stats that each prospective player had on their, their original team. I mean, when you have J Jerry Judy to throw it to, who's going to be a first-round receiver, or, or their offensive linemen who are all coming out into the first round, and you know, on all that coaching staff surrounding him, uh, there's no surprise that Tua succeeded, and Herbert has some struggles. I mean, when can you, you have can you, you have two top wide receivers? You have, two top. You, you have a top Correct. offense. You have a top organization. Correct. Uh, but, I mean, Herbert has he, he has what around him. I can't name his receivers. I can't even name his running backs to offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, two having two first-round wide receivers, almost could be top ten wide receivers for two, is, is going to be a huge help, right? Yeah, of course. Ab absolutely. Um, that's not an argument. I, I agree with that. 100% I agree that if he went over to Alabama, his stats might be better, but we won't know. Obviously, yeah. what from what I'm seeing is the issues on the touch is my big thing. Accuracy is my big thing. Not playing in a pro system it, it 
is going to hurt him in my opinion um, and going through his progressions properly and slowly to be able to dissect the play and not just check downing every doing a check down every single time is, is going to be my biggest concern about him and yes you know that's pretty much it that that's my biggest yeah. concern is intermediate accuracy the consistency of playing like that taking over that locker room um, and kind of being a little more aggressive to leadership aspect but touch is touch and accuracy is my biggest concern yeah and those got to be huge concerns accuracy is one of the biggest aspects of being a quarterback leading what your wide receivers especially a little check down if you're going to do them all the time you know what i mean yeah but yes <laughs> i mean i think he's going to be a very good quarterback i would love to see him drafted by the Packers or the Saints. I know the Packers, yeah. in a lot of mock drafts, people have have them taking Jordan Love. I just don't see it. I think I think Herbert would be a much better fit for them. I personally think that he, Herbert, might drop a little bit farther than you the think Packers. Do you think he's gonna go to the second round? He, he just may drop into the second round right now. How? I feel like a lot of teams don't need a quarterback or are willing to wait another year. I love those two spots. I don't think Green Bay needs another quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for a longer time, a long, a long time. I think wasting that to me that would be a wasteful pick. But I see where you're saying. Pretty much what you're looking at is seeing if he can sit for a year, learn behind a true passer, exactly. and then get that kind of like Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre. Kind yes, of, right? Exactly. We can see so with Drew Brees. I agree. I 100 agree with that. Drew mm -hmm. Drew Brees. I think the Saints would be a perfect fit. You have exactly. talent around them everywhere. Drew Brees can show him what he's looking at every single day at practice, going through what his progressions are, what he's looking at, why is the defense doing this, all that kind of stuff. I think would be a massive thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to happen though. Wait, I, I, I think could, I don't know. I don't think he's going to drop that far. But those. I can't think of another team that would be a better option than that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think the Chargers should pass on him. I feel like they could do a lot better, and I feel like they need bigger needs. I, I feel like they need an offensive lineman to protect whatever quarterback's going to be there, or else he's going to end up like a David Carr, where his career just gets cuts out from taking 60-plus sacks yeah. every and single year. And I think even with the position they're at, Chargers could trade back, get yes. an offensive tackle, and maybe be able to get Herbert Later on. I mean, that's a far-fetched maybe. That's There's a possibility, small possibility, but that might happen. But having Cam Newton available. If you even want to just get Cam Newton, mm -hmm. have him there, that team's going to be pretty good with Cam Newton. It's have an offensive tackle, talent everywhere, that's a great spot. Um, Herbert needs somewhere he can wait and not be forced into an offense, in my opinion. He needs to wait a year, go from there, and, and that's it. But those two, I, I don't see any other... I mean, maybe New England Patriots, but I don't even feel comfortable with that. I think those two would be the best option. Mm -hmm. I mean, as of right now, a lot of people are just saying he's going to be an outright but outright bust. I just don't think that's true. I think he's very good, very talented, and he could play at an elite level in the NFL. I think mentally he needs work. He needs work mentally, and his mechanics are good sometimes, and then they're all over the place other times, his, in my opinion. His biggest, my biggest gripe on him is when he catches the ball when he you know gets the shotgun snap is he does this weird ball flip and he he flipped the ball and then he'll kind of finally then after that he'll start scanning the defense and sometimes they'll call a bubble screen 
or a little swing pass. And then while the receiver is open, he's still doing the little ball flip. And then he throws it. It's a half second to yeah. to a second exactly. of wasted yeah. time. And I, I think that's easy to fix. I think that it's going to have to be repetition over and over again. Bad habits. Um, bad habits, yeah. But the NFL will, whoever's his quarterback coach, will drill it into him. Oh, You're yeah. wasting time. You need to be scanning the field and going through there. And maybe that's a big reason why his progressions have to go so fast right off the bat. Because he's wasting time. Because he's wasting time already. Um, I think this was great. Any anything else we need to add? Go through? Mm, no, I think the, I think we went over everything on a basic level yeah. on how we feel about him. I mean, if someone wants us to go more in depth, comment, subscribe, like, and exactly. then give us opinions if you want us to go through anybody else. Yeah, we'll, we'll be glad to argue, debate, and uh, make fun of each other for it. I love it. You're a loser. You suck. Thanks. Good See you luck. next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 